0: This is Make it point. Point. M.I.P. with so Mark Thompson. Make it kind. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, one of my favorite organizations and yours, the largest online civil rights, social justice and freedom fighting organization for black folks is here with us once again and today on Make It Plain in the person of Senior Director of Criminal Justice. And that has been a big topic for many of us everywhere as we watch all these cases unfold. Scott Roberts is with us with Color of Change. Hey buddy, how are you?
1: Doing good, Mark, appreciate you. Thanks for having me on.
0: No, we appreciate you, man, and all the great work that Color of Change is doing. And, and as a matter of fact, and speaking of your online activism, Mm-hmm. Uh, you all have initiated petition um, in the wake because, you know, a lot of us have emoted about that, but we can't really forget where the rubber hits the road. This there were people out there involved in protests right. that Kyle Rittenhouse chose to kill in Maine. Um, we've seen these cases in Florida or what is it? The governor in Florida, I guess, think giving people incentive to harm protesters. You all are, are petitioning the governor of Wisconsin to actually protect those involved in protests for racial justice, correct?
1: That's right. You know, in addition to this kind of vigilante violence that we saw from Kyle Rittenhouse, there has been an e- effort to um, really From a legal standpoint through legislation put more pressure on protesters and to intimidate them and to put their lives in danger and uh, endangering them by passing laws that justify and excuse similar acts of violence against protesters specifically being able to hit protesters if they're blocking intersections we've already seen cases like that you know or incidents where prosecutors have not brought charges against people uh, who have driven through protests you know and there are been over a hundred bills introduced around the country. And, and, you know, we see this in connection to the fight for voting rights, you know, that, um, over the last few years, we've really seen the increase in black political power, whether it be at the ballot box or in the street, you know, this was the largest protest movement in the history of the country, uh, last summer uh, in defense of black lives. And so, uh, there has been a backlash and so again a hundred bills have been introduced in states all over the country you know some of them are introduced in places where they have no chance but in some places like Oklahoma like Florida these bills are passing and they raise the um, punishments you know in the in the justice system against protesters they um, again endanger folks by creating justifications uh, for um, people who commit acts of violence against protesters it's an, it's an effort to pull back uh, our right to protest and to criminalize protest, And so a bill like that was introduced this year in Wisconsin, um, where, you know, Republicans have control of the legislature, but there's a a Democratic governor. And uh, because of efforts, you know, by folks in Wisconsin, uh, we tried to, you know, we chipped in as well, uh, mobilizing our membership uh, against the bill. We were able to stop it, but we're expecting it to come back this year. And so we're calling on the governor, but also the legislature, you know, to, to, to block that, to stop it. Uh, we've also been, um, um, we issued an open letter, uh, several months ago to the department of justice, asking them to do the same types of things they do in these right. voting rights cases to, uh, stand up and, uh, you know, take legal action to block some of these things that are threats to people's, you know, constitutional rights. So we've had, uh, we've had a couple of meetings with them and we're you know, of course they can't, talk to us about what they're going to do from a litigation standpoint, but um, we're, you know, we're just trying to get those interventions because we know in a lot of these places, uh, the folks who have the power from elite, from a legislative standpoint are going to continue to do this type of thing. So we wanted to try to focus people's attention on this issue. We've really been working on it all year since we've seen the legislation, but in this moment where we're seeing acts of violence against protesters being justified, through the criminal justice system, it felt like the right intervention to make right. in the moment. And, you know, folks can check us out at colorchange.org or on your social media platforms and see that petition. And there's going to be, you know, follow-up actions that will be taken for sure.
0: And you say there
1: are 100 bills. Over 100 bills introduced, um, so just like with voting rights, right? You know, we saw it immediately, you know, in, in, in pretty much every state. Sometimes it's just some fringe Republican, but in right. too many of these places, they have the power. Well, the fringe... The French conservatives are the ones at power, right? So they, uh, in places like Florida, just like they moved, a, a, you know, a bill to um, restrict voting rights there, they've done the same thing in um, in terms of in terms of protest. Uh, folks on the ground, like the Dream Defenders, have been pushing back, you know, against that uh, effort. And there's a lawsuit. Uh, and again, we've been calling the, the Department of Justice um, to, you know, issue a statement of support um uh, to you know to bolster that case so we're you know we're hopeful there's a, there is an injunction right now against that law in florida which i think is evidence that you know there's real constitutional questions in terms of whether it's even legal for them to do this but we also have to build the political power you know to to stop this uh these types of attacks you know on our rights constitutional question is mm-hmm. is pretty much what first
0: amendment right yeah, do you have do you have the right to protest, right? And <laughs> um, folks, that's not Amendment three, yeah. four, five. This is right. Amendment <laughs> one, one. When idea. they was writing amendments, that's yeah. the first thing they wrote down. Now, folks want to run around and say, "Oh, the Second Amendment yeah. is sacrosanct," even though that but, is left open to misinterpretation.
1: Yeah. You but, can't
0: misinterpret the one that has a number one beside it.
1: That's right. So <laughs> well, it is, Mark. You know, it's a it's a different set of rules for us. You know, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you want to police how we protest, also. You know, one thing about this movement. You know, I had a the pleasure. Or more sort of privilege because there's no pleasure, you know, when we're fighting for, for our lives here. Right. But I've had a privilege to work with a lot of the emergent youth organizing groups around the country. Here at Color Change, but also um, I worked with a group, Advancement Project, which I know you're super familiar with, um, that works with grassroots groups around the country. And I and I got to work with a lot of youth organizations, and I saw the emergence of this movement. And it's different, you know. People turn up um, when they take the streets, you know, um, right. and they, you know, they want us to look a certain way, and I think black protest has always been more policed, you know, b- both literally, obviously criminalized by the police, attacked by police, but um, in that larger sense also that in the media, in the you know rhetoric we hear from our politicians, our protest is you know framed, whether you know always has to be classified was this peaceful, was it not, um, all of those kinds of questions and uh, the overamplification of any acts, you know, of what they would deem violence, which has, you know, in the Black Lives Matter protests, we largely saw, you know, property destruction, and we we placed that, you know, in a place of value above Black lives, and so that has justified, you know, whether it be Kyle Rittenhouse coming in and de- defending property, you know, from people, that's not his, from from people who aren't really there to, to do any damage to it, to, you know, justifying these laws that are moving uh, in, in states around the country as a, as a reason why we need to uh, block our protests. But, you know, I think there's a just a frankly white supremacist frame around black protests that that generates this type of reaction.
0: No, there's no question about it. More M.I.P. after this message. And the word, the key word you use also was was emergence right. uh, because we're growing. The movement is growing. Mm-hmm. um the resistance is growing especially right. within our community and it and it grows uh proportionally to the attack against us so right. there's going to be more activism as a result of what happened in the Rittenhouse house trial and looking back on I, I wonder if the prosecution maybe they did and i missed it uh, so if they did do it forgive me but you wonder now if that is not an argument that also should have been made because i've seen that made in court you know the, the decisions that a jury can make can either enable uh, or, or co-sign ongoing behavior. So, cause because that's a fundamental question. I think that's where we are. Use the word vigilante too, Scott. Mm-hmm. Are we just gonna allow people to just do vigilante justice as they did in Wild Wild West, as they did when the fugitive slave law, slave exactly. laws were in effect. I mean, is that where we're going? We're are we gonna just, you know, make uh, Zimmerman's and Rittenhouse's uh, ubiquitous um And and do do does the average American serving on a jury is that what they really want? I mean, I think that's that's a question that needs to be asked and answered.
1: Yeah, I think you know, self defense is another area of you know our justice system that has you know not been applied fairly along racial right. lines. We know, right? So you know, it has and it has enabled white vigilanteism. I mean, they've justified. Gathering black people, you know, capturing a black person, doing extra extrajudicial execution through lynching, you know, for decades, you know, because of something that the person was accused of doing, you know, maybe days ago. Never, you know, never mind in the moment, right? right. And now we're seeing, uh, I think with a combination of these open carry laws, uh, you know, more opportunity for conservative um activists, especially, you know, and extremists to show up in these spaces agitate and then be told that whatever they do in response to what they agitate is justified, right? And we don't see that type of, you know, understanding or grace extended to our folks, right? Like someone asked me if I thought we would see more people showing up to, you know, to our protest armed now. I said, well, I, I doubt a lot of black activists are gonna show up armed because we know how that goes, you know, although there are, are groups, you know, that, you know, ha- have been doing that work and you know, that's their rights. Um, but you know, we know the, the law is not going to be applied equally, you know. No, yeah, no, 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 no. And mm-hmm. and
0: then whether the law is applied or not, mm-hmm. we are looked upon differently, right? When we're armed, right? You know, we we are just and that's the other thing that's unfair. There's a perception mm-hmm. of us armed versus a perception of them armed mm-hmm. that is also unfair. Why can they be armed? And, and and look be looked at as one way, mm-hmm. and we're look when we're armed and ain't even doing nothing. First of all, when we're armed, the the written house incidents don't even happen. You know, if, if anything, sometimes is is often mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a dramatic display, um, but that's about as far as it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no history of black folks showing up armed at at demonstrations and folk getting killed. Right. Um, but yet we are more fearsome when we're armed, And, mm-hmm. and that speaks to, to the part of the culture. And let's be honest, brother, the psychological projection, as Dr. Mm-hmm. Francis Chris Wellson would say, <laughs> they, they, they know. I mean, you, you, you when, and when they think about themselves, well, wait a minute, these folk are armed. they might shoot us because we've done things to them mm-hmm. that we don't, and, and that's why we don't want those, thing, those things taught in school that's why we make up critical race theory arguments there really aren't critical race no critical race theory is being taught in elementary and secondary school but this is stuff is made up so that they can kind of assuage some of their own guilt yeah and 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 so they want to trip off of what we know that's that's ridiculous
1: and not only that but they will use it to delegitimize our cause also right if if you know depending depending on the optics of our protest or just you know, if one individual actor you know sets the trash can on fire, you know they will focus in on that and frankly leverage you know the like as you said the kind of deep set cultural norms and understandings about black people that we're more violent, um, and, and then use that to delegitimize you know our our movements. And I think it it um it makes it it makes it harder you know to win. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it also supports these kinds of, you know, laws that we're talking about and these types of verdicts being able to come down because, um, you know, just like we saw with the judge, you know, describing folks as rioters, allowing folks to be described as rioters, losers, but not victims, you know, is kind of uh, encapsulates, you know, uh, that very idea of what's wrong.
0: More MIP after this message. Yeah, And, and it also, I mean, th- what the judge was doing also is another example why people don't trust uh, the legal system the judge was really another defense counsel for Rittenhouse. he he weighed in I'll tell you something else too that, that you don't see us do so you, you what I, the day after the the jury verdict in Wisconsin uh, mm-hmm. brother Scott you had a, a black man out of jail plow through a group of people and kill him with a vehicle mm-hmm. what who, who in our community has set up a GoFundMe for him. No, You know what I'm saying? I mean, we don't do that. Now, it, but but these folk have been raising money for Kyle Rittenhouse all mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I know the circumstances are different in both, but a crime is a crime is a crime. Yeah. Murder is murder is murder. We don't set up no GoFundMe uh, for anybody like that. And we don't defend people who are, who are wrong. People commit crime every day. People commit crimes against us in our own community every day. And folks ain't running around trying to say they're not guilty and set up a GoFundMe. It, it's it's almost as if Rittenhouse again is a part of a of a white lash, an ongoing war against our humanity, our right to defend ourselves our and, and defend ourselves 90% percent of the time or 99 percent of the time in a nonviolent fashion. It, it's like even that is is wrong. and we're going to come at you. We're going to still harm you, still enable these these armed vigilantes. Against you as black
1: people, yeah, it's it feels like he got a reward, you know. Um, exactly. And uh, they 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 desperately need him to be a victim, you know. I think he's young. I just feel like they see their sons, you know, their nephews, their grandsons when they look at him, and um, they and I think it sends a, that's the dangerous message that it sends because it encourages more people to basically do what he did. Right. You know, not even just, you know, obviously, if someone just showed up and was shooting people at protests, we we know <laughs> that's that's way off. But just the idea of showing up to protect armed, to agitate, knowing that um, people will defend you, you will be a hero. I mean, you know, uh, was it Tucker Carson's doing a documentary about him? Like, this is really dangerous. And I, it's um, we should be doing more, I think, to also push back against that type of thing. Like I know Tucker Carlson has already lost a bunch of advertisers and stuff like that, but whoever is left, you know, this advertiser doing his show, like, you know, they should be ashamed. How can you, uh, even if you feel like on the, on the legal merits, the case was argued and, you know, self-defense is a thing. And in the, if you just apply it to the split second moment, when he pulled the trigger, maybe, Whatever, even if you could talk yourself and twist your, yourself mentally into that, the idea that someone who put themselves in that situation deserves that kind of glorification is just bizarre, and, and I think it's like morally corrupt to yeah. to uplift that. So I do think you know we should be looking at those types of questions. You know, who is who's supporting this um, from a corporate standpoint um, in, t- in terms of those messages continuing to be promoted? Yeah.
0: One, and again folks one of the things that's most important about um color change is that it's 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 very practical they're very practical in the way they operate very strategic and again we're all in this sp- space of outcry oh the verdict, the, verdict, the verdict okay but our movement depends upon us taking focused, direct action and so what color of change is, is doing right scott is saying okay we feel this type of way about this but here's something very specific and very directed that you can do to deal with that because that's really what it boils down to. Will Rittenhouse be able to do this again? Will others like him be able to do it when we are out in the streets protesting for racial justice? And so if you go to color you can sign the petition for Wisconsin. And and presumably, Scott, you guys are gonna be looking, I guess, at, at how to deal with some of these laws in some of these other states yeah.
1: too, right? That campaigns on some of the other states, like I said. Um, also, we're calling on the Department of Justice. So, you yeah, know, right. we're going to be rolling out some uh, actions in um, in the coming days. So, if folks go to the website, they might find those already by the time they hear this. Yeah. So, yeah, we're you know we're definitely you know paying very close attention to this and um, you know stepping up our campaign, especially in the wake of this moment. Um, yeah, I, you know, this is this message. This verdict is being leveraged at least by conservatives as a message to us as as people about whether or not we can stand up for ourselves and defend our own lives and our community. so i think um, we have to continue to show up this is not going to deter us but um, we also have to you know like you said try to make those strategic interventions and block their efforts to make it even easier uh, to endanger our our rights to protest
0: Folks, we have to focus our emotions, anger, frustration, disappointment, hurt, pain, into these types of actions, so that we can uh, we can defend ourselves and, and defend our rights to be out there. Uh, and and it is an intimidation factor too. Um, it's also to put in the back of our minds that there are going to be there's going to be Rittenhouse and others like him out here whenever we go out here and hit these streets. Um, so keep that in mind. Colorofchange.org, folks please go there sign up there number of campaigns going on there um and and what they've done again is make it possible i know all of us you know nowadays especially have busy lives busy jobs uh children at home pandemic we're all you know juggling and multitasking but color of change has managed to help us be able to do that because i mean everything's online everything's electronic this is electronic activism so folks please uh, get involved. Scott Roberts, uh, criminal justice director at colorchange.org. Again, colorchange.org. Please go there. Please, ma'am. Please, sir. My brother, thank you as always uh, for being here. And we are always here make it plain at your service. All right, thank
1: you, brother. Appreciate everything you're doing.
0: Pray you too. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been May Plain.